Hello everyone, uh, welcome back to the chat with BR Coaches. Today we're going to talk about restarting the routine. Welcome back with the chat with BR Coaches. We are here with the uh, head coach of uh, Bespoke Ride, Joao, who's going to talk a little bit about uh, restarting the routine. Hello guys, nice to be back. Uh, to chat with you all and uh, yeah we we at this moment now uh, at least in Dubai UAE and most countries in Europe as well and probably a lot of other countries uh, start to easy uh, a little bit the lockdown and the and the precautions uh, of outdoor sports in terms of timing and uh, routine so you can see a lot of countries already uh, a lot of people training outside um, getting starting to get back into their uh, trying to get back back into their normal routine and um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about this today and um, the, the 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 mindset that we we believe it's the best way to approach um, and also uh, some uh, some uh, some ideas of what you should take care, of, what you should avoid, because also it's a moment that we we are still under um, some. Uh, uh, we still have to be careful with the coronavirus itself, and also with the the to don't come back too hard, and then risk to have to stop uh, do an injury or anything else, right? Yeah, this takes us to the first uh, point. I saw a, a post on your Instagram account which enlightened a little bit uh, my understanding of it. And you were talking uh, yesterday about assessing. You know, it was specifically about the run, but anyway, it's applicable to, to the old sports, the entire sports, uh, where you know, if you've been breaking your training, if you've been uh, on, on hold for a while now before starting, uh, any kind of activity you need to assess your body. How do you do that? What 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 is the the meaning of that? Yeah, well, I I, I thought to write that uh, specifically line on my Instagram because um, many times we kind of um, enter in a routine of exercise and we end up not not thinking too much how you feel uh, before the session and. If, if, if there is anything that you should be careful before you start, you know. So the day, uh, the daily activities when you do triathlon, they are very intense, and uh, most of the time, um, we are so used to training to exercise that we don't take care too much of small details because it's so normal for an athlete to train or for an age grouper to exercise that maybe you can end up forgetting to be well hydrated or, or uh, to have the proper nutrition before the session or even to check if you have any specifically uh, tightness on your body or how do you feel your legs, you know? So this is what I thought to write yesterday, um, especially in this moment when we've been training indoor so much and now slowly people are getting to 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 go outdoors 
And in UAE, you know, it's uh, the summer time, which just add a new pressure uh, on our body to the heat, right? So at this moment, it's very important to be very aware of this, the, how do you feel before the session? If you had the proper hydration, if you had a proper, um, uh, I don't say a meal, but at least if you feel energi energized to exercise. And then manage the, the session according to how you feel and not necessarily exactly following the plan. And this goes to all my athletes as well, where sometimes the coach plan during this uh, period, a very hard session or a very specific workout. But for some reason, you just don't feel like you can push that. And, uh, and you have to respect at this moment. And this, for me, links to another problem that is happening with people, which we always speak about, um, Tommaso, which is people getting too worried to be losing fitness and to uh, not being able to get to the level that they were. Um, and this, they start to overthink, overdo, and try to do things that they are not really important at this moment. For example, um, I'm very happy to see people achieving peak performance right now, but honestly, um, it's not so important right now. If I think as a coach, as uh, also a triathlete, I really, I'm really happy to, to be strong right now, but not necessarily achieving my peak performance at this moment while uh, I'm doing a base training, for example, I'm trying to keep my fitness uh, and I don't know when I'm going to race again. So if I achieve my peak performance right now, okay, I'm really good, very happy, but then... But how long can you hold it? <laughs> exactly. You know, what are I going to do after? You know, if I... Tell me. Yeah, no, I mean, like, as you're saying, the recommendation now is moderation. Okay, we cannot re really start with, uh, with an aggressive uh, approach to any kind of training, even if we're feeling strong. I mean, we look at the CTL on training peaks and we say, well, it has been growing. But we said before that maybe there was one of the three disciplines that was adding that number. Okay? And maybe it was the bike because people have been biking, uh, riding a lot indoors. So CTL maybe is increasing. But uh, overall fitness on the other disciplines, we need, athletes need to be very careful. Uh, this is important to understand now, to avoid injuries, to avoid starting already with the wrong foot and mm -hmm. uh, you know, ruin your season. Because if you have a big injury, for example, for an Achilles or a calf or, a, or you, you tear an hamstring, uh, you're done for the next two months. So uh, what we need to do? It's a transition phase, effectively, and uh, people must be aware of that. Let's take a break. At Bespoke Ride, we want to make you 1% better every day. Bespoke Ride is not your regular membership-based gym. We are a state-of-the-art physical and training endurance center offering private, semi-private, and indoor cycling studio, trial coaching, online coaching, bike fitting, and nutrition advice. Visit us at bespoke-ride.com.
Okay. We're back again, and uh, as we said, recommendation, moderation, okay? Now, Joao is gonna talk about a little bit how, as a, as a coach, as an athlete, he can manage this coming back. Well, um, very important, I think, guys, is to understand what to look for at the beginning of, uh, of your training outdoors, you know? Of course, as a coach, um, we always plan something for our athletes and we expect to deliver the correct session for them. And sometimes uh, we have athletes that they are so competitive that they still try to achieve their maximum performance in every session, uh, which we already know that is impossible, correct? Uh, you can't have best sessions all the time because uh, you're just gonna burn yourself. At some point, you're gonna hit uh, the wall. What we say, hit the wall is when you just don't feel you can push anymore. Um, and this is not so good for your long-term performance. So back into assessment, starting from the base and uh, thinking of the small details of the sport before you start to think of numbers, performance, uh, best splits, or even high interval training. Um, for example, if you go for a run and you're not being running so much outdoor, uh, and I can say my case, for example, I'm not being running at all for the past six weeks. So how I would start to run uh, right now? Well, the first thing I would do is to don't injure myself. And how could I injure myself? Definitely pushing too hard, definitely being worried about the pace and forgetting about how I actually feel during the session. The second thing is not listening to my heart rate. So regardless how fast you're moving, when you get back to outdoors, just listen to your heart rate instead of look at the watch too much. Um, right now, we are not setting any running exercise with specific paces for the athletes. And um, most of the runs they are doing through RPE, so perceptive efforts. And the reason is, um, it's more important at this moment to learn how, to, how you're feeling and then check the watch later, then check the, water, uh, the watch, sorry, regardless how you feel, you know? So it's a very different approach of how you see the session. Um, did, uh, what do you think, Thomas? How do you see the situation? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, this obviously is the parameter that you, you need to watch now. Okay? As soon as you start, you know, we're always looking for pace, we're looking for heart rate, but RPE is, is the best right now to start. Uh, I cannot say it's going to last for one week, two weeks that you, you monitor this parameter, but uh, it, it's a start, okay? And then depending on the, on the fitness, depending on how people are responding, uh, you can go on and then introduce heart rate back or pace back. Okay, so this this is the this is crucial right now that people understand. Um, another thing is the feedback 
from the workout. So training peaks has given this possibility to write down, you know, how it felt and comments. This is the moment the athletes should, do, should use it for the coaches. Okay, giving a feedback. How was it? Well, you know, my ankle, my joints, my ligaments, I was feeling this, I was feeling that. So that we can tailor a little bit better the training for, for the future. Okay. And as you said before, if you cannot, if you're not able to finish the workout, if you're not able, if you're not interested in this moment, it's okay, because this is the phase that we are assessing, okay? So no, not to be worried, not to, be feel, not, not to feel guilty about, about this situation. Good. Uh, I use exactly the same. This is exactly the same uh, technique that I use. Every time we start and every time we're in transition phase, it's always valid. You know, give a little bit of RP workouts to see how the, the athlete, and then I'm, I'm gonna review the heart rate and the power, but for him, it's, it, it's transparent that he doesn't have to look at it. Okay? It doesn't have to be worried with that. Yeah. yeah, well, I have so many people now because the past three weeks I'm, I'm writing all the runs on RPE and they, uh, some people, they're like, what, what should be my easy, what pace? I'm like, look, honestly, we don't know now, you know, because if you're running outside with a uh, half mask on your mouth and, it, uh, and it's, 42 degrees and um, I don't know how you're going to feel on this specific pace. You know, it might be a lot of overwork for your system, which is you're going to pay later, you know? Um, so at the moment I would say work a lot on your technique, um, on how you feel during the session regard uh, and not necessarily trying to hit some numbers because we all know that when the the, the races uh they 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 are approaching the numbers they're gonna be always you know in your head you know so if there is a moment that you can train and get fit and still don't have to think about numbers it's now and uh as a, an athlete i'm enjoying a lot i'm enjoying a lot you know today for example, I went for a bike, you know, I met some guys and they were doing some sets. I said, not for me, you know, I'm going to do my easy ride here. I went out, up, down, not worried at all, you know, because I know that there is a moment that's going to come where I want to ride 30 minutes in this power. I want to achieve this number. I want to run at this pace of the bike and, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know how much stress this is gonna add in our head, you know, because you need to recover and then you need to eat. And this moment now, I see that the stress of the situation itself, it's enough to our system. So why you keep adding an over stress on your entire system of, I'm not achieving the pace, I'm not uh, pushing this power, I don't have the fitness level while we are just doing exercise right now. That's the truth. You know, yes, you can improve. Yes, you can uh, get better in anything, uh, but don't over push to achieve something right now because you can burn out super quick doing this way at this period, you know? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, let's take a break. Be 
Principal Coach is always going to provide you free tips and also good information on our Instagram and our website. Follow us, guys. You just spoke about uh, monitoring and uh, concentrating on technique while you are training with RP at the beginning. I know already your answer, but tell all the athletes, what is the, the parameter for you, especially for the run that you're going to consider focusing on when you, when you start training again? Um, well, we've been uh, reading and we had more time and, uh, you know, we're discussing a lot between the BR coach and uh, definitely if you compare your cadence, um, between your cadence, your heart rate and your efforts. So there is a big uh, connection between all of these three parameters, okay? Because if the way you, you approach your cadence, so uh, higher cadence, lower cadence, it's gonna change the, the muscles that you use and also your metabolic system, okay? So uh, if you have higher cadence, for some, some people, they are not gonna feel so comfortable uh, talking about running, because they are kind of the, the type of muscles that they have, it's not so um, uh, uh, used to do a higher cadence. So they prefer a lower cadence on the running, which means at this moment would be a very uh, good um, period of training where you could approach your run and try to overcome those little gaps of your fitness level. When I say fitness level, you need to understand that fitness is a, uh, you have many aspects of fitness. So cadence is one, um, uh, endurance is another one. So all of the, the, the little aspects of fitness, they're gonna make you a better athlete, right? So if you gain a little bit now in this period of all right, my, use, uh, my cadence used to be 165 steps per minute. And I know this is very slow if I try to run off the bike because the lower your cadence, the more power you need to push the floor, right? Because every step that you do, it's a little bit heavier. While if you have a higher cadence, for example, your foot contact, it's much uh, less, which means Every time you step on the floor, you produce a certain power enough to give you momentum to the next step. And then what we are saying here is, try to use this period of, uh, of time to work on things that your body is not so happy to do when you are in a very high moment of your season. So, if you go outside now and your workout is an easy run, for example, 10K, and you know that the cadence that you are doing for now, it's 165, 170, but you, you, you know that you could be doing at 180 or 175, let's say. So let's try to approach this way your workouts instead of trying to get specifically a certain number of uh, on your pace, on your threshold, 
So the technique, it's the best approach for now. How are you gonna change your technique? Then we need to work uh, with your coach. And then there is a lot of uh, 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 ways to do that. I want to bring up two points about cadence because it, this is a, a scientific topic that, that I like a lot and, uh, and there is a lot of science, a lot of uh, lectures about it. Um, the first one is that, you know, psychologically, we're still linked to the pace that we had before stopping. So if you don't keep in high cadence, the risk is, okay, you want to go on that pace, what are you going to do? You're going to extend your, 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 your stride. Okay, and, and this is bringing us back to the, to the, to the injury that they were risking when we're coming back to run and we are not focusing on the RP, but we're focusing on other parameters. The second uh, uh, thing that I want to uh, point out is that if your body is not ready for it, if your body has, has not done it, now you need to adapt. And if you feel like the cadence that you're keeping is good, okay, ask yourself is it, if it is really good because for the body to adapt, it takes time. So the adaptation process is not a nice process, okay? This is the, where you build also some mental uh, strength because you need to force yourself to do something that the body doesn't want to do it, okay? Uh, and, and, you know, if, you, if your style of running is not efficient and you have been seen by your coach, you've seen by, by a biomechanic saying, look, you need to fix this and that. In the moment that you start changing things, you're not going to feel comfortable. It's like the, the fitting on the bike that you have been comfortable, but this is comfortable. Yeah, but it's not efficient. Now, when they're changing it, it's going to take some time to adapt. And those 500, 600 kilometers with the new position, you're going to feel pain. You're going to feel uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, so uh, I, think I like where we're going, you know, because we, we now bring in some science inside this topic that, you know, we thought it was just, okay, yeah, we're starting training again. No, there is something that, uh, you know, the athletes, you know, we, we spoke about this, you know, knowledge and awareness and self-awareness. Okay, this is yeah. the moment that we need to refocus on these things. Well, no, very, very important what you mentioned. I think it's super important to people to understand this topic that you mentioned because YouTube, uh, pros, tips, uh, blogs, um, books, they are all everywhere for people to get out and read. And, and now you can uh, do courses uh, as well of coaching. So it's very easy to access the information and so many uh, um, new things coming up. So people read like pro uh, runner cadence. 185 okay my cadence i've been running for 15 years at 165 steps per minute but the pros i saw that the kenyans they run at 185 190 so what i'm a beginner what i gonna think i should be running at 185 what happened when you try to jump 20 steps per minute on your cadence first of all people start to sprint because they think that cadence, it's a speed and cadence, it's not speed. You can run a very high cadence in a very slow speed because cadence, it's the, how many times your legs turn per minute, but not how fast you run 
from point A to point B. It doesn't matter how fast you run because you are just worried about how your legs are turning. Okay, so don't, the way you approach every single change on your technique, it's slow. It's a very slow process. And the reason is to, to perform any movement of your body, you have an entire system adaptation to perform that single movement. Let's say when you enter your hand in the water a certain way, and you've been doing this for 20, 10 years, let's say, and then you go to a session and the coach on the session say, you know, the way you, your hand entered the water is not so good. Let's change like this. What happens when you change like this? You, you start to use another muscles, as simple as that. When you use new muscles, you are engaging a new way that the brain gonna send information to those new muscles. And they are not used to receive that new information because the connection that you've been building from your neural uh, uh, nervous system to your neuromuscular system, it is a certain pattern. You can't change the connection of your brain to your muscles one day to the next. You, it's not the way that your body uh, learn. The body learn in a very slow uh, process. And it is through, uh, let's say, a hammer of informations. You need to hammer the same way all the time. You need to hammer. That's why, uh, let's say, gymnastics or um, this uh, uh, aqua acrobatics, I forgot the name of the ladies, you know, that they do the, the synchronize. Uh, yes. Yeah. Do you know how many times they repeat the same movement? It's not because they love. It's because it has to create a strong neuromuscular pattern. So strong because when they do at the, the, the Olympic Games with how many people watching them, one million people on TV watching them or more, they don't think anymore. They don't have to think. You know, the body just reacts. The body just yeah. acts. Yeah. Press the bottom and woof, it shoots. Now we are running a certain way for 10 years. And I go in the blog and I say, oh my God, Kenyan runners, they go at once 85 steps. Let me do my next run. My calves, my Achilles, my knees, my hips, every single piece of my body just doesn't know what to do anymore. <laughs> it doesn't know what to do yeah okay let's uh, think about this for a few moments and then we will come back if you want to read more about triathlon go on our blog prtriathlonclubdxb.blogspot.com here you will find a collection of articles written by BR coaches about the topics that you love. So, transition phase, sometimes there is a misconception here because for the topics that you talk about, the focus is going to be now on body, but also mind, in order to force uh, controlling these parameters to controlling 
uh, an approach where we train our neuromuscular much, much more than you know, looking for some performance, okay? So the misconception is that transition is it's easy. It's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and sometimes athletes, they just, you know, enjoying this phase, but this is a new challenge, okay? This is, uh, you know, it's not like 20 centimeter steps, it's a 45 centimeter step stairs that's gonna go up, depending on how your body is gonna react. Eh? It's gonna shallow a little bit at a certain point, and, and this depends on who you are and the way you're reacting after this, the, this break. Yeah. What is your, your intake on this? Well, I think transition period in terms of uh, one phase that we were, let's say 15, 20 days ago of totally lockdown and then easy going out to a kind of outdoors and, and the feeling of uh, the, 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 let's say, economy start to open in the world. What is in our head now is actually, okay, things are opening what might happen in the next four months, races. Because this is the natural uh, process of uh, somebody that is an athlete uh, or a triathlete or whatever race you like to do, you know, because you see, okay, economy is coming back, uh, traveling is coming back, opening flights, hotels are opening. Oh, we might race in five months, six months. So, we are transitioning from a period that we actually didn't know when we would race again to now a mental a process of, hmm, looks like it's going to happen in a few months. So obviously you start to think, okay, I should get back to train. I should start to uh, focus on uh, certain points. But as we said, uh, the transition that we have to do now it's not uh, the way of let me do whatever I have to do now. I'm just going to go here and there, a little bit here, a little bit with this guy, a little bit with the other friend there. Uh, and then at the end, they're going to get fit. No, obviously, this is not the way. For one side, pushing too hard is not the way. But from the other side, mix out of activities, it won't get you anywhere. So a very well-structured plan with some very specific points to improve at this moment with a sequence of training and a discipline of exercise where you know Monday is this, Tuesday is that, Wednesday is this, and a sequence of plan, it will literally boost your performance at this moment, you know, where you are not so stressed to get any numbers, but you can work a lot on the small details of a period. This is what we call in bespoke, right? Transition phase, okay? Uh, in, in terms of uh, people that react in different situations, um, what, do you, what do you think, uh, uh, Tommaso? How do you see well, your, uh, your friends, your athletes? Uh, because you know, there's a lot of difference between uh, someone reaction. Yeah, what? yeah. So now uh, lifestyle is going to have a big impact because <laughs> this COVID 
didn't have impact only on our training, but it had impact on our lifestyle. So um, different athletes will have different approach, approaches to, uh, to training again. And uh, as, as coaches, we need to see what is the impact of the stress of coming back to normal life. Because, you, you know, if you are dealing with uh, fighting people or you're dealing with uh, bills to pay or you're dealing with, you know, getting back to work, uh, obviously, uh, I cannot request that athlete to perform a certain amount of tasks because he, he won't have time. Okay, so uh, once again, I feel like in this moment, tailoring the workouts and tailoring the intensity of the workouts is very, is crucial for, um, for, for each athlete to achieve the future uh, uh, objectives. Another thing that in this moment could be worth it, taking a look, we, we have a little bit of uh, uh, future uh, crystal ball now to see that competitions will start again by the end of the year. So right now we have a time frame of six to nine months where we can see that our athletes are going to be engaged again in competition. So now, you know, once we establish a little bit of an objective competition in the end, then we can quantify the objectives for the micro cycles. Okay, so at this point, the transition phase can be, you know, lengthened or can be shortened depending on what is the objective and can be lengthened and be shortened depending on it was, what, it, what is the ability of this athlete that we will know to react to this kind of, uh, of training. Okay, we can always tailor, we can always stand a little bit transition phase if we feel like, but once we have an objective uh, by the end of the year or, you know, six, nine months, now it's much easier to tailor the, this phase. And uh, uh, yeah, different athletes, as we said, they react in different ways. And this neuromuscular training that in this, in this moment is particularly important uh, is very difficult to understand. But as you said, you know, the, the synchronized dancer, they do this by repetition because then at a certain point they're going to react um, automatically to, to what is the, the competition uh, input. That's, that's what we would like for our athletes that, you know, if in the end you can race without the watch, without looking at the parameters, it means oh, that yeah. this one you're learning during your, your periodization, during your plan. Yeah, well, I think uh, um, uh, coming back from the point that people are reacting uh, differently because they are just living very different situations. You know, while I have uh, some athletes that their companies, they had a very good um, benefits from the situation because they're work uh, it's more required at the moment if they are online if they are sales online or something i have other athletes there facing a huge amount of pressure because uh, their work their companies they're not being able to get any income from the situation and uh, we have to remember as well that i have we have some athletes with three kids at home and doing all the, the learning, the e-learning, you know, and they, uh, they have to manage all of this and they still don't want to lose their fitness, you know. So it's just one more um, stress in their mind. <laughs> an, extra, an extra challenge as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I can, we cannot, you, you can't compare uh, this situation between people between different people, you know, we need to balance a little bit. I, I receive so many messages sometimes like, 
coach, I'm so sorry, I could not do the workout, you know, I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. They, they cannot even understand why, but it's just, they couldn't even start the session. And I, I'm saying the same thing to everyone. Don't be sorry, relax, take the day off, uh, don't stress yourself. Uh, it's not a time to, to feel guilty to lose any session. Um, it's totally normal to just feel one day, two, three, even a week that you just cannot do, you know. Uh, and honestly, I don't think it's related to sports itself. I think it's more the whole thing, the overthinking at home, the, the uncertainty of uh, when the work going to get back, when the kids going to get uh, to study again, and, and so many things to think about now. And uh, for the other side, I see some guys that they, they took this moment and they actually had to take a break from serious training because it was too much, you know? It was just too much for them. So they asked, like, coach, I need, uh, I can't follow a plan now. I have so many things in my head. And if I have to check training peaks all the time, it's just giving more stress. And if, you know, some people, they can't see the red, you know, training peaks gives you a red color if you don't finish your workout. And if they start to see too many reds, they, they start to get more stress. And that's not why we coach people, right? We coach people to make them enjoy the sports. And, uh, and we don't coach people to win. We coach people to make them healthier and to enjoy exercise. Win is a consequence that some people are going to win, some others they won't win, but we want them to get better. So it's not about winning this whole thing. And I'm uh, happy to see someone stepping back and say, man, don't send, I can't do now. I just need to take a break. This is a very important self-awareness instead of like, go, 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 go. And one day like, you know what? I don't want to do triathlon anymore. I'm burned out. That's not what we want. Definitely, we don't want them to stop. Okay, let's take a break and then we will come back and we will uh, conclude uh, with this uh, episode of uh, Chat with BR Coaches. At Bespoke, guys, we provide for you fresh workouts every day for all levels. Beginners, intermediate and more advanced. Follow us. So we are back and we're going to conclude this episode of uh, Child BBR Coaches. Uh, I want you just to bring um, attention on a blog, on our blog, uh, which is BR Triathlon, dxb.blogspot.com. Uh, our coach Mohammed wrote an article about mindset, which I feel uh, in, in this moment is very important. And he's talking about uh, the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. Well, this is so related to what we're talking about. Okay? We are in a process now that we need to grow. It's not like a fixed thing that uh, which is going to be just fixed on training peaks. No, we need to grow and be flexible because, as you said before, Joao, this is a moment where life and body could react different ways with different people. Uh, yeah, well, I think it being, I think it, 
the whole the whole thing the entire corona uh, virus situation since the beginning it is a growth uh, process in every single aspect uh, including training and including mindset for training definitely we all gonna uh, be a little bit different from to 2020 to the rest of our lives um, because it was so uh, strong and it's impacts so much our lives that we just cannot be the same you know I don't believe you just can ignore what happened because if you're ignoring what happened it's a problem you know I think and the way you approach your uh, training and the way you approach uh, the the, the, the the sports at this moment it's to grow as well it's uh, being flexible with yourself not being lazy but just being flexible with the situations that are happening around you and use the sports and use triathlon uh, which is the sport that we choose to do um, use the sports to actually uh, be your I'm gonna use here a word be your friend don't push against anything at the moment you know so if you uh, be a little bit more um, uh, uh, enjoying the process rather than fight against the process so you know uh, go out go for the run do the workout that the coach had for you but also be nice with yourself at this moment you know be a little bit more gentle uh, I know uh, we at BR we have uh, the fame to push, 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 and it can be uh, uh, sounds a bit weird, uh, decent to me to say, to this to say this way, but honestly, um, I feel people now they need to learn as well uh, to be flexible, you know, and then and then grow uh, from this situation and use this um, in the future as a very uh, very important. Uh, change for us in terms of um, the way you react things that happen in your life um, how sports they help you to stay active and strong you know and uh, we know how much the discipline of triathlon it's important for us some people they don't know what day is if they're not training that day if I don't do my bike on Tuesday I have to ask people around me what day is today because I guide myself through the sports that I do that day, <laughs> you know? So we know how important it is. Uh, we just think that, as Mohammed said, to grow and learn how to be a little bit more uh, flexible with everything around you, and also triathlon, it's super important right now. Very good. Uh, so we spoke about uh, approaching this this moment of transition with flexibility yes okay start thinking about assessing our body when we start training again focus on technique parameters that you know your coach is gonna give you but also okay try to plan for the future and see this moment okay yeah it's a transition but it's a moment to build your your, your fundament your 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 base of the pyramid in order to get to your objectives and if in this moment you're not able to achieve 
the the volume what is it prescribed you know talk to your coach okay give me feedback why this happened and then definitely we will come back to you good we were concluding this uh, podcast episode okay tell us what you think send us an email send us a message you can listen to the podcast on uh, anchor.fm or you can listen to on uh, Spotify the podcast is chat with BR coaches and you can read all the articles on our blog post which is uh, BR triathlon club dxb.blogspot.com okay we'll see you soon and stay healthy stay fit thank you guys bye bye